How's it going, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of the Clips or Die podcast. I'm your host, Brian Dirty Sanchito, and boy, am I happy to be here today to talk about Clipper basketball. Everyone, we are so close to the start of the regular season, the Clippers matchup against the Lakers. However, today, I want to talk about the final preseason game. Um, So the Clippers played their final preseason game against the Denver Nuggets. And I actually had the opportunity to go to the game. Uh, It was in Ontario, California, which is in the Inland Empire. And luckily, I lived not too far away from there. And so when I saw that tickets were super cheap, I decided to take myself and my family to the game. And it was a really awesome, really fun experience. I'm happy that I, uh, I was able to go. And so I just really want to talk to you guys a little bit about my experience at the game and also just talk about the game overall, uh, what I thought about uh, the team, how they did, uh, what players stood out. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. I do have some pictures and some uh, video that I took of the game. I'll go ahead and I'll show that on my screen as well. Um, that way you guys can check it out and see what the arena was like. Um, so let's go ahead and get right to it. So for starters, um, it was at Toyota Arena, so it was not at Crypto Arena. Um, and I thought it was pretty cool because it's not too often that you get to see the Clippers come to the Inland Empire. Um, I know that we do have the Ontario Clippers, formerly Awakalante Clippers, and they play at Toyota Arena. That's their home uh, arena. Um, but it was pretty cool to see that the Clippers um, were going to come play uh, in Ontario. And um, I believe this is something that they do every year or so. Uh, they play usually, I think, one game, one preseason game uh, here in Ontario. But um, I thought it was pretty cool. And so when I saw that they were playing here, um, I actually waited till last minute the day of. And I was able to get a couple of tickets, uh, pretty decent seats. I think we were like in section 112. Um, and they were only like 10 bucks each. So. Overall, the experience uh, was pretty cool. I really, really enjoyed the stadium. It's uh, definitely a smaller venue than Staples Center, which I actually enjoyed. Um, one thing that I did notice was uh, for some reason on the Ticketmaster website, it kept saying that tickets were sold out. I don't know if this was uh, because of like resellers that maybe purchased the tickets that didn't end up like showing up to the actual game, or I don't know if maybe they just put like certain tickets on hold. Um, but for some reason, there were a lot of tickets that said that they were unavailable on the website on the day of. And when we were at the actual game, uh, you might be no- able to notice from some of the footage I took, but the, the stadium was not full. The arena was not full. So, um, yeah, it's a little bit strange. I'm not sure why that is, but I mean, I'm happy with the overall experience. For 10 bucks. I'm not going to complain. Um, we had a really good time and I really enjoyed just watching Clipper basketball and being back to my first game. This was my first game back since, uh, what, before the pandemic was the last time that I went to a game. So it was just really, really nice to be able to witness it. Um, one thing was that was really cool is, uh, the section that we sat in, we were towards the top of the section, but. Um, security was actually pretty chill in the sense that we were able to go down to the very bottom of our section, go down the stairs, and it was right next to the tunnel, kind of where the Clippers actually, the players entered into the court. Um, and so we were actually able to stand there, uh, stand pretty close and get a pretty good view of the team as they walked out onto the court. Uh, really, really cool. Uh, I mean, all the players were, were there, John Wall, uh, PG. 
Batum, Zubak, Morris, um, Mann, Coffee, Musa, Moses Brown, um, who else? Brandon Boston, Jason Preston, you know, all of them were there. Um, and then Kawhi was just teasing us, man. He was teasing me, me and my son. We were waiting at the bottom of the steps and we were waiting and waiting and waiting for Kawhi to come out. Uh, I hadn't really checked to see if he was going to be playing or not, but I was hoping that it would be the case that he would play. Uh, ended up that he didn't play, but we were just waiting and waiting at the bottom of the stairs, hoping that he would come out and he didn't come out. And finally, it, it was um, after 7.30, and so I was just like, all right, let's just go up to our seats. The game's about to start soon. And um, he managed to sneak out when I wasn't looking um, and got on the court. So that was a little bit of a bummer, but it was really cool to see him there um, and just to see all the players there. Overall, the game was pretty interesting. I would say it started off, in my opinion, uh, the Clippers looked pretty good in the first quarter. Um, and then from there, the, the game was pretty much in the Denver Nuggets hands for the most, for for the most part from there moving forward. Um, the Clippers tried to come back. They got pretty close in the third quarter, tied it up a couple times, but you know, um, I don't think they ever took the lead, um, took the lead after, after the first quarter, I think, but the third quarter, they did get pretty close. They tied it up. Um, and then they just com- the Nuggets completely ran away with it in the fourth. We ended up leaving like with five minutes left to go on the fourth, just because uh, we were trying to beat traffic and um, had somewhere to be. But um, overall, um, things that stood out to me. Um, so let's go ahead and start out with with um, the team overall. The team overall, I think they could have definitely done better. Um, the rust is definitely there, guys. Man. Um, I'm not really too worried about it, but um, I'm hoping that, you know, once we get into regular season, which is in in about a week, uh, once we get into regular season, the guys start playing more games together. Um, You know, they've had the whole summer off. Um, Yeah, they've been playing together, but they haven't really been playing against NBA level teams. Um, So once we get the regular season started, I'm hoping that rust starts to come off just because it was really sloppy. Like overall, I felt like the turnovers were too much. Um, the play, a lot of like little mistakes. I feel like it really was just in watching it. It just, it just felt like, definitely felt like it had been a while since they played together, played basketball together. So um, I think that's that's the biggest thing that I took away from it. Um, there were some standout players to me um, that really impressed me. Um, First and foremost, uh, Norm Powell. Norm Powell looked great. He pretty much carried the team, it felt, it felt like, um, throughout the whole game. Every time that Norm got into the game, anytime, every time that he was subbed in, uh, he played great. I mean, he got buckets. He, he got buckets, and um, he was pretty much the, one of the few players, one of the fluke players that we could have depended on consistently yesterday's uh, game. So uh, overall, he looked really good. I definitely think that he is probably our third best player. A lot of people say John Wall. Um, I'm thinking that Norm has a little bit more potential of being our th- our um, our third best player. Um, just overall, he looked great. 
Uh, I was really, really impressed by how he played. Um, but there were two other players as well that looked really good to me. Um, and I think they have the potential of being our third best players as well. Uh, so the other player that stood out really well to me was John Wall. John Wall looked great um, during the game. Um, I think kind of a quote that Ty Lu um, said after the game in an interview uh, where I believe someone asked him uh, who was going to be the starting point guard. And he said um, that he thought he knew, but he doesn't know now. Um, and I think that that is just a testament to, you know, how well John Wall has been playing in, in the preseason. Um, and, you know, I think Reggie has done a great job um, since he's come to the Clippers. I know um, I know that sometimes they can be a little bit scary with his shot selection and um, when he starts to play hero ball. But in reality, Reggie has gotten us out of situations. Uh, he's definitely, definitely stepped up when we needed him to, uh, especially with injuries. Um, so I think... Um, it's a little bit hard to kind of just say that we would choose to have John Wall as a starter over Reggie, considering that, um, you know, in a sense, it's almost like he's earned that spot. But um, John Wall is definitely, you know, making a competition out of the situation. Um, he's not making it easier for Coach Lou um, to decide on who's going to be starter. And if you go back and you look at game highlights, you'll see why. I mean, John Wall definitely, I mean, his speed is there still. May not be at the level it was with the Wizards, but his speed is there. He's able to drive to the lane, get to the, uh, the basket, get a bucket, um, or drive and create space. Um, so personally, I think that John Wall has exceeded my expectations. Uh, as far as what my expectations were, I didn't expect him to be playing on this level so far. Uh, of course, it's preseason, but um, I think that if he continues to play how he's playing, uh, he definitely has the potential to take that starting role. Um, I think the Clippers will start off um, with Reggie at the starting point guard. Uh, I think Ty Lue's going to go ahead and stick with that, but I think that we will see a lot of... Um, John Wall playing with starters. Um, so just to kind of help Ty Lue maybe get a final decision and see how it works. We know that Ty Lue likes to tinker with the lineups and um, mess around uh, and just really try to find what's best. So I will not be surprised if we still see John Wall playing with the starters. Um, let me know what you guys think. Who do you guys feel should be the starting point guard? Uh, for this team, uh, I personally, like I said, I think it's going to be Reggie, but I think at some point in the season, it may transition to John, uh, just depending on how they do. Um, and then the other person that really stood out to me um, was uh, Marcus Morris. Marcus Morris Sr., he did really good. Um, personally, I think, um, you know, he has a reputation of not playing preseason typically just because of, uh, you know, health issues. Um, so this is actually, I think, the first time since he's been with the Clippers that um, he's actually played preseason basketball. So it was nice to see him out there. It was nice to see him play. Um, mainly played in the first quarter. I think he played the second as well. But um, uh, most of his time, I believe, came in the first. And um, he was good. I mean, he, he was one of the few uh, people scoring in the beginning uh, for us. Um, what I like about Senior is that he can go out there and he can get to spots, get a bucket. Um, he works well in the mid-range. Um, and, you know, he can create his own shot. 
Um, so that's what I really like about Marcus uh, Morris Sr. Um, I know that he's kind of a polarizing player. Um, some people don't um, really care for him. You know, a lot of Clipper fans want to trade him. Um, but I personally think he's a good asset to have. And I think we should keep him. And if we feel like maybe at the tread deadline that it would be in our best interest to trade him, then that's our best option. But I think uh, I think we should keep him from the long haul. I think Marcus Moore Sr. has the potential to be our third best player. Um, and so I think personally that it's going to be between uh, Marcus Moore Sr., John Wall, um, and Norm Powell for the for the best third third best player on our team. Um, so let's go ahead and let me know in the comments below what you guys think. Um, who's going to be the the third best player for the Clippers this season? Uh, I want to find out what you guys think. Um, I'm very curious to see um, how that plays out. Um, what are some other things that stood out to me? So some other things that stood out to me. Um, uh, Zoo looked pretty good. I think that Euro Basket definitely helped Zoo. Um, I don't know. I think just playing during the summer, um, getting getting out there and keeping the practice. Uh, I think it definitely helped him. Um, I mean, I'm a big Zoo fan personally. Uh, he's another polarizing player on the on the on the Clippers. A lot of people don't like him for some reason. I don't understand that. I don't ever think I will understand that. I feel like he's a pretty solid center, and I don't think we could really ask for anything more. I mean, it's not like we're paying him a ridiculous amount of money for what he does. He goes in there, he gives us steady minutes, he does his jobs, he gets gets rebound. Um, I know that sometimes he may have butterfingers. Um, uh, I think that I, I know fouling can be an issue for him as well. Um, but ultimately, I think that uh, Zoo is a solid backup for us. And also, he's very reliable. Zoo, Zoo has been very reliable. And knock on wood, uh, God forbid anything happen, uh, just because of the whole uh, center, backup center situation. But um, overall, I'm a fan of Zoo. I think he'll do great this season. Um, other thing that stood out for me personally is uh, Moses Brown, but not in a good way. Uh, Moses Brown, to me, is someone that, you know, we we signed to a training camp deal. He's been with the Clippers throughout the training camp, uh, you know, all the preseason games. Um, and after watching him yesterday and in the other preseason games, um, I, I think just watching him in person, um, I was paying attention a lot more. And he's just not it. I don't I don't think that he's a right choice uh, for us to to use a roster spot up for um he's tall <laughs> that's that's pretty much about it that's the only real positive thing that i have to say um i feel like he really really struggled out there on the floor and um it's just he just doesn't look like he would be a competent backup center we wouldn't need him for much time but i just feel like he would really struggle against nba talent um the only game where he kind of maybe looked decent was the first game that we, the first preseason game we played. I'm not even going to try to say the team name because I, I'm going to butcher it. But um, overall, I, I just don't think he's it. Um, when he was pulled from the game, actually, he looked, uh, I don't know if he was, if it was, I don't remember if it's when he was pulled from the game entirely or if he was just pulled out after a stint, I think in like the first um first or second but um he like walked off and walked towards the bench and he just looked 
disappointed. He looked disappointed in himself. I think that he knows that his performance was not good. Um, I did see a couple like coaching staff, you know, going up to him, talking to him, having some conversations with him. It seemed like they were trying to encourage him. I also saw Ka- Kawhi was having actually a conversation with him on the bench. Um, and it looked like Kawhi was offering like words of encouragement, maybe offering some tips to him. But um, overall, yeah, um, it's just I, I don't think that Moses Brown is it. Um, it seems like I was I was looking online. It seems like he's maybe in the running for the second uh, two way spot. I mean, I guess I'm okay with that. Honestly, I'm not a huge fan of that it, even even then, but I would prefer him on a two way than on the final roster spot. So we're just going to really have to see how things play out with that situation. Um, I think there's definitely better options out there, but if we're going to sign Moses, I guess signing him to a two-way is better than signing him to the final contract. I'm sorry, final roster spot. We can keep that final roster spot open and hopefully sign someone that will have a bitter, better and bigger impact on the team in the few minutes that they'll be playing. Um but that's pretty much it as far as Moses Brown goes. Let me know what you guys think uh, about that. If you guys have been watching the games and seeing him play, um, let me know how, how, um, how you guys think he's doing. Um, other things, um, Luke Kennard looked really good uh, to me. I think Luke Kennard is showing that he's pretty, um, that he's pretty, uh, pretty reliable. I mean, he's a pretty consistent scorer. Um, one thing I did notice too, is I feel like he's putting in more of an effort on defense too. Um, I mean, I don't think he's necessarily known for his defense, but I think he's at least trying and making an effort. Um, so that's one thing I'll say about, um, Luke, um, is that I feel like he was at least trying to make an effort on the defensive end. Um, person that didn't stand out, Brandon Boston. Man, Brandon Boston. I'm I I I used to be so high on Brandon Boston and I still have faith that he will develop, but um I feel like he's kind of been forcing too much. When he plays, he forces too much, I feel like. Um at least that's my opinion of of Brandon Boston. Um I feel like he definitely has the potential still, but I I think he definitely needs to spend uh, a, a lot of time in Ontario with the Clippers uh, G League team, and we just really need to work on developing him. Um, so that's my opinion on Brandon Boston. Um, and then uh, I think last person. Oh, actually, you have a couple couple other people. Musa Musa looked great. Musa went in. Check the highlights, guys. Check the highlights. He had an amazing dunk, amazing poster. Oh my. God, it was awesome. He literally committed murder in Ontario <laughs> against the Nuggets yesterday. And it was such an awesome dunk. The thing that I love about Musa is he goes in there. He goes into the game and he brings energy. It's contagious. It's like as soon as he goes in there, he provides that spark, that energy. He's hustling, man. He's trying to get rebounds. He's trying to play defense. The effort is there, and that's what I really, really, really like about him. His motor is amazing. I think that he has a lot of potential. We need to, need to, need to not fail 
I think that if we develop him and really work hard on getting him to the NBA level, he is going to be, he has the potential of being a star, uh, a star talent for the, for the Clippers in the future. So I really am high on Musa. Uh, the Moose is loose, guys. So if you guys haven't bought in on Musa coin, buy in before it goes to the moon. That's all I got to say. <laughs> But yeah, seriously, I, I love Musa. Um, I, I want to see him play. Um, I want I want to see them bring him up uh, from the G League uh, for a couple games and definitely see him play uh, against NBA level players and see how he does. Um, and then the last person I really want to talk about is Paul George. So here's the thing with Paul George. He looks rusty. I'll say that. Am I worried? No, I'm not worried. Uh, what I feel like for Paul George is feel like a, a lot of his shots just weren't falling for him. Um, overall, though, he looks like PG. He's smooth with it. His handles are amazing. Um, I, 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 defensively, he, he looks good, too. Um, I'm not really too worried about it. I think once, this, once he gets more into the rhythm, uh, playing more games, um, I think that uh, PG will um definitely get into um back into his um his uh all-star caliber um level of playing so uh that's really what i have to say about pg but he was rusty yesterday i can't even lie he only had two points um his shots weren't going in and um that's really the biggest thing um so let's just hope for the best um i'm excited for for uh regular season to start i'm really really excited i want to see what this team looks like uh it looks like we have uh, I, I have extremely high hopes the team has high hopes for itself they have high goals Ty Lue himself said that the goal is to win a championship and Ty Lue was not happy with the team's performance last night so um really what, what i have to say uh, i think we have a lot to be excited about as clipper fans and i'm really really excited for this season uh, and for the road that's ahead of this this team, and I really hope that um, you know in a couple months, um, you know, come June or so, that we're able to celebrate and the Clippers are the last team standing. Um, I think that's something that's a long time overdue, and you know, like PG has said, uh, you know, the the time frame is getting shorter and shorter and smaller and smaller. So Clippers have to make it happen. They can't wait much longer. NBA has such short periods for, for teams to, um, I guess the windows is, is the term that they use. The windows are short. So we need to make the most out of it and try to get a championship with this team. Um, so yeah, we'll just have to see how it goes. Um, really, other than that, that's pretty much it. Um, we still have that final roster spot, guys. Final roster spot and the two-way is not official. Uh, it's not official that Musa or not Musa Moses has signed the the two-way. So um, I guess we need to just wait and see. Let me know who you guys want to see in that final roster spot. We got one more. Do you want to see another center? Do you want to see another type of uh, another player, another wing, another guard? Um, let me know what you guys think. Um, Thank you guys so much for watching. Thank you guys so much for the support, listening. If you're listening to this uh, on a podcast, um, I really, really appreciate your support. 
uh, please like and subscribe if you're watching this on YouTube. Um, go ahead and follow me if you're listening to this on a podcast streaming app. Uh, that way you can stay up to date when I post new episodes. Once regular season starts here, I'm definitely going to be posting a little bit more. We're going to have more to talk about. So I'm going to keep it a lot more consistent. Uh, but thank you so much for your support. Thank you for helping me grow this channel. And um, I look forward to seeing you guys on the next one. Peace.